six. We have Elvis impersonators in the studio. WNBC, hello. Hi, I have to vote for the first one, and I'd also like to know why the when you just asked the second one. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with their names. I haven't been listening that long. All right, Bob Wetter, Ron Allen, and Lee Elvis. I, I guess it's Ron, the one with the with the uh, production. Um, yeah. Um, why won't you sing a cappella? I don't understand why you can't. Uh, it's it's like uh, people stop me in the street and they say, "Gee, you look just like Elvis Presley. Sing something for me," and I will not do it. Uh, you have to remember something. I'm doing this, although I'm doing it for fun. I am doing it professionally, to the best of my ability. And uh, you do not ask a professional. Uh, you don't walk up to a dentist and say, "Will you look at my teeth?" Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but but those aren't. Well, he he wants his he you know he wants the proper environment in which to do his performance, and you have to respect that in any performance artist. Yes, you can't do justice jumping around on a street corner doing Elvis unless Elvis jumped around on a street corner. But were the vocals with those recordings? What what do you do for a living? Excuse me. What do you do for a living? I'm a garbage collector. Could you collect some right now for us? Can you uh, lick the bottom of my scrotal sack? I could, but I'd rather not because I think I'd get nauseous. But okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was our general manager. Boy, a little hostility there, huh? Little hostile. Yeah, those over there. That was... Uh... And during the few moments that we have left... We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm Peter Pan. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius. And we are your friends. With benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. Chris now has his balls free. He can get in on this. I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob just a little beyond the breaking point. For the 176th time, buddy. Wait, I thought that was last week. No, 175 was last week, I think. Oh. 
I'm going to look now. Now you got me questioning it. <laughs> I was all excited that I had it right, and now I'm like, now maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Let's see. We're going to check. We're going to the... Yeah, for the 176th time. We are here. Season 2, Episode 3. Episode 176. (laughs) We are here. This numbering Uh, system makes no sense. I still love that reasoning, because that's how, like, uh, you know, WWE never did, like, a quote-unquote season premiere until, like, 2016. So it's just like, so your first season was 23 years long? Yep. We didn't quite make it that far, but we had a hell of a long first season, so... Here we are. Ah, man. Now I got a, I got kind of a uh, I don't I don't even want to use this word. I got kind of a bone to pick with everybody that I'm going to explain in a minute. But better than a boner to pick. No, no. Um, I'll just <laughs> wiggle that in everybody's face uh, because. We're getting to the end of January, which means we're running out of time for the January newsletter. So, uh, tomorrow, the January newsletter goes out on the 25th. So, if uh, 25ered is when the January newsletter goes out, there is a bonus episode along with that and your chance to win a pair of tickets to Vet City Con in historic downtown Bowling Green. Not really downtown. It's about two exits from downtown. Yeah. Historic downtown Bowling Green. It's a, it's a big downtown. Very historic. Very big downtown. And so your chance to win a pair of tickets, all you have to do is go to tn2mshows.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says keep in touch. Fill out your name, your email address. And what we're going to do is right before we send out that newsletter, everybody who is subscribed is entered to win automatically. We're going to randomly draw a name. You'll win a pair of tickets to Vet City Con March the yeah. 11er. And if you don't win this week, don't worry. All hope is not lost because we will be giving away another pair of tickets in the February. Yeah, I said it that way. The February newsletter. So Mm -hmm. stay subscribed and you will have another chance to win. Plus, we're going to be giving away some more uh, on our episodes between now and then we still have more tickets to give away so you'll still have chances to win don't worry so my brother's not going to hear this so can i tell this story absolutely and this is a text that he just sent me so um stomach bug something has entered their household Uh uh-oh and uh it it went through my brother who recently had a birthday Um, oh happy birthday Dear friend of the uh, show, and, Josh. And <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law, still weird to say, I constantly still just want to call her my brother's girlfriend. Yeah, you can. Um, and, she might not well, like it, but you can. The, yeah, 
they lived together for five and a half years before they got married, so literally nothing changed. Yeah, it's easy to get used to. Uh, until uh, until September when my niece was born. Um, that, that, that will so, change you know, it, yeah. So my brother, my sister-in-law, and the baby have all had the stomach that issues. sucks. So my brother just sent me a text that said, butt paste, dot, dot, dot. Uh, Not just for the baby anymore. Oh... Well, I, you know the story, you know my story about butt paste. No. So, butt paste is one of the few things that if you are in your 30s and you get shingles, mm-hmm. there, even after it heals, even after your shingles goes away, it will still leave marks on your skin. And that Dr. Whatever's butt paste is one of the only things that will, you put that on and that will help get rid of the markings that are left from your shingles. Wait, like everywhere? Yeah, like like I I had mine. uh, Did you, you know where I had my shingles, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would rub it there around and yeah it helped clear it up a lot so i haven't looked lately i'm gonna have to look um in the shower later and see how if it's if it's gone like completely or if i still have remnants it's kind of creepy how it goes like along a a nerve like it goes along a nerve line on your body which is creepy yeah. it looks creepy uh yeah it was it was one of the most disgusting things like i like that part where i had it like it legitimately looked like freddy krueger body it was disgusting so i will um i will second his praise and testimony of butt paste because man it is kind of a miracle worker when it comes to skin ailments well yeah it doesn't i'm glad uh didn't realize it had multiple uses apparently they ended up with my brother said they got so much butt paste when my sister-in-law was pregnant that um as like you know, baby gifts and stuff that yeah. they basically should have bought stock in the company. <laughs> hey, it works. Like it's good for a lot of stuff on your skin. So um, good on them. They better hoard that because that stuff is valuable, very valuable. <laughs> so because there was a point where, and I didn't even realize that it was good for that until I was at work, and I was like, yeah. You know, I still you can still kind of see the the marks on there. And this guy was like, that's what you need to go get. So you need to go get some of that and, and you do that. But here was the problem. Is. I would the nights that I would do that, because what I would do is I would, you know, I, I would get my shower at night and then I would rub that in. And yeah. mine was a long part of my leg. And what it would do is when I would do that, it would help clear up like the marks but 
it would give me like it it would shoot pain down that nerve like it would almost like activate that nerve pain huh. uh so it was kind of like it was a trade off it was like do you want to have the marks or do you want to not have the like the like like have no nerve pain so i would have to do i would do it like every two or three nights like every other or every third night so that it wouldn't be like overwhelmingly bad um, and I would give myself nights off, but I would also try and do that to kind of help um, get rid of the markings and stuff. So it was it was a trade off. Um, and I don't know if it was supposed to do that or not. But like I would be laying there and all of a sudden I would just get like this little lightning bolt down that nerve. And so, yeah, it was it was a trade off. It was weird. Like there, there's a lot of stuff like I could do a whole thing about I could do a whole show uh, just about getting shingles what it was like um like the doctor and all that stuff i know i talked about that part but like dealing with the shingles uh and then the aftermath of it uh that will freak you the shit out uh just because there's so much to it and stuff that i wasn't even expecting and like stuff that lasted for a while uh and now the best part is once you get it once you're more susceptible to get it again Oh yeah. So I'm like, sweet. At some point, I could just get it again and just wake up one day, and part of my body just looks like it's like literally melting. So yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, I mean, I remember you telling me about it. Yeah, it was gross. Because was... that, that's why we had separate rooms for the yeah. Um, that... The trip was you were like, yeah, I have to be naked for a long period well, of time after I put that stuff on. It was because, well, here was the thing is like even after like I was through the antibiotics and I was through all of the like they give you a topical ointment also. And I was through all of that, but I still had like it, it, it wasn't like it wasn't gone completely on me. So I was wrapped up. Like I would, I, I still had gauze and uh, like Neosporin and like medications on me and I was still gauze wrapped. And so I didn't want to like touch something with it that then you would touch, whether it be yeah. like a towel or even like a countertop or like anything. Like I don't know enough about like a shower curtain or whatever. Like, I don't know enough about the transmission of it, of like where it can live for how long. I didn't want to put you at risk because it was, it was the worst. Like it was the worst pain pretty much ever. Uh, it was like at night, it was you, it takes you an hour to get to sleep and you sleep for at most half an hour before you wake up again and start the cycle oh. over again. And then it would take you about an hour to get into a position that was comfortable enough that it wouldn't burn so bad that you could actually get to sleep. And then at some point you would move and you would be on fire again and it would wake you up. And then you'd have to, you know, do it again where you would move again and be get find a spot to get comfortable and then fall asleep. And it would take about an hour to, to fall asleep and then you'd wake up again and it would be about a half hour after that. God, that sounds painful. It was the worst. It was the absolute worst. 
yeah, just horrible, horrible. Wouldn't wish it on anybody, um, uh, even people I don't like. Uh, so, um, yeah, awful. If you want to know what it's like, and, and so it, the, the other thing is like now I see there, there's like there's a shingles vaccine that you can get now. And so at the end of it, like they go through it and it's like, you know, shingles, blah, 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 blah. And they go through the whole commercial and then they're like, if you're over 50 and you should talk to your doctor about the shingles vaccine. And I'm just like, fuck you. Over 50, because I got it when I was 36. <laughs> I had shingles when I was 36. And like, uh, if you ever want to see something real gross, but also really funny, uh, there's a subreddit that's just our shingles. And nope. everything mm-hmm. is literally like people taking pictures of themselves and they're like is this shingles and every comment is like yes it's incredible like everybody takes a picture of like their leg or their arm or like their 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 torso or whatever where the shingles outbreak is happening then they're like got this rash is this is this shingles and people are like yep get to the doctor and it's like every single time and that's how it started with me is it started. It looked like uh, a poison Ivy rash and then it just, it wouldn't go away. And then it looked like my skin. It looked like somebody took a match to my skin and it was like bubbling up. Um, but enough of that grossness because that's not where I thought we were going to go with this. I can talk about other grossness if you want. Speaking of gross. Mm. Oh God. Yeah. Speaking of gross, I have a, I have, I, this is the bone I have to pick with everybody is the contest that we're running, the Valentine's Day contest. Now I, I feel like I did this wrong. I feel like, I feel like I approached this contest completely wrong because. Okay. Started out and I explained what it was, thought I did a good job of explaining it, but I made the mistake. Because I said, oh, you know, we're doing a Valentine's Day contest. Send us in your stories of the most embarrassing sexual experience that you've had. And we'll read them. It'll be funny. And everybody who enters gets a, a code from our our sponsors, our, our, our corporate partners in this, adamandeve.com. And... Dear friends. Dear friends. And and I made the dear mistake, though, of, of the first story that I read was a was an incest story and now all like like now we've got a bunch more that people are like oh well since this is since this is the contest here's a story now we do have we do have a few people have submitted some that are not that and are actually like true to life here's an embarrassing sexual situation involving me and just myself or me and somebody else. But then there's a handful of others that are, well, um, we'll read a couple here right now. How about that? I I switched my setup. So my laptop's on the right side. So I can actually read one that was uh, sent to us. So, okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'll read one of each this week and then you can tell me which one which way of the contest you like you like it better if you like the incest version or if you like the 
traditional, just straight up embarrassing event path. So, you know the rules. We read the story. Embarrassing sexual experience slash encounter. It can be just you by yourself. It can be you, somebody else. But we read them. Last week we had one. This week we're going to have two. You can send them to iheartstamos at gmail.com. Without further ado. We have this week's entries. This is the point where you go and you get your beach towel. You get your Sam's Club Costco bottle of Jergens. <laughs> you lay out your beach towel in your den, your living room, your cave by yourself. You dim the lights. So here we go. Hey, guys. I heard about your contest and had to tell you my story. My parents used to go on trips for my dad's work all the time. When my sister and I were younger, we would stay with family or friends. When I turned 15, they left me, they left me in charge when they went away. My sister's a year younger than me, so it made being in charge a little hard sometimes. When I was 17, my dad had a work conference in Los Angeles. Like usual, my parents left me in charge. The first night they were gone, my sister and I were looting in the kitchen for food. We didn't find anything to eat, but we found a bottle of Dago red wine that my parents never drank. No, no. This was before we had Netflix, so we were watching a DVD. When the movie got to a sex scene, the bottle was half gone. Here we go. My sister blurted out that the sex scene was tamer than the things she'd done. After some embarrassment, we started to talk about all the things that we had done. I told her about the time a girl let me under her sweater. She got real quiet. She asked what it was like, and I told her that the girl liked it. I sat down on the couch and put my arm around her and bent down to kiss her. It was strange at first, kissing my sister. It was strange at first. Uh, But I stopped thinking of her as my sister, and she was just another hot girl. No. I slipped my hand under her shirt. She already had a shower, so she wasn't wearing a bra. I swear to God, when I touched her, I thought I was going to do it right there in my PJs. We moved to my bedroom. No. And had sex. Many years later, I got divorced. My sister got divorced and moved back to town, working at a hospital. No. She and I have become good friends because of what we've been through. One night, we were getting drunk after a long week when she got real serious. She asked if I remembered that weekend. I told her I did, and that it was the best time of my life. 
She got up and slid into my lap and gave me the most passionate kiss I've ever had. Then we stood up and went to my bedroom. It was incredible. The best sex I've ever had. This time she was real vocal too, unlike the last time. I woke up and we did it again in the morning. We get together once a week or so and have sex, always at my place. I love my sister. It's the best sex I've ever had. I'm ready for my palate cleanser of the next story, please. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. See, that was what we started. We started it. I started it by by playing the or by reading the the first story that involved a brother and a sister. Um, No, trust me, there's one. There's one that we got that I don't even I don't know if I can read it. Um, I'm going to have to save that one for a time uh, when I don't eat just before the show starts. Because it's it's yeah. It's it's gross. Uh, so we're gonna test the limits of my uh, where my line is, I guess, with this uh, here in, in at some point. Uh, but we got another entry, um, slightly more traditional, uh, that I will read for you now. Okay, so that was that was another one. Uh, we can decide if we want that to be a, I don't know if we're going to do finalists or whatever, but that's, that's another entry. That's entry number two. All right. Entry number three, embarrassing sexual experience contest. Here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. When I was in ninth grade, I was a very horny boy often not being able to contain my sexual desires at home due to being scared of getting caught. So one day in class, during English, I asked my teacher if I could use the bathroom. She said yes, so I proceeded to make my way over to the boys' toilets. As I hadn't relieved myself in a good couple of months, I was already erect just by the thought of doing it. I walked into an empty stall. Luckily, no one was in the bathroom at the time. So I proceeded to start stroking it with no thought whatsoever. About two minutes in, I hear the door open. Someone entered the stall next to me. I got really scared and anxious as I still was just casually stroking it in the middle of the school bathroom. I felt it coming after a while, and then... It shot up and went over the stall next to me, followed by a loud scream. I got so scared that I ran out of the bathroom straight to class like nothing ever happened. That was probably the worst day of my life. I guarantee someone else had a worse day than him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these are... See, okay, I just want you to know, these. I read these when they come in. It's always grosser when I have to read them out loud. <laughs> it's always grosser. It's never better when I have to read them out loud to you. First of all, not just because I have to read them out loud, 
but because also when I read them and I get to, I, I say certain words or phrases in them, and then I hear you go, ugh, ugh, ugh. <laughs> like I hear you making sounds, and I'm like, this is not better. Not that I like, I want you to chime in with your comments and your thoughts on it and everything. Like, I don't want to discourage that, but I just want you to know in my mind when I'm like, when I read where he says, I, when I touched my sister's boob, I almost nutted in my PJs and you go, oh, like mm-hmm. it does. It just, it, it does something to the atmosphere, man. That's all. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. So keep sending those stories in for me to read out loud. <laughs> iHeartStamos at gmail.com. Uh, I appreciate the shit out of that. <laughs> hey, I, I started it, man. This is my favorite contest for a reason, because there are people, hopefully there's nobody driving during any of these stories where they laugh so hard that they crash, because that would be bad. Do not want that, but man, some of these are great. But yeah, there's one coming up that I don't know if I'm going to be able to get all the way through. Unlike some of the people in these stories, I don't know if I can finish. Um, oh, yeah. Reading that story. I know, right? Uh, reading these. That was good. There, there's a story. There's one that I'm going to have to, uh, like, I, I, I will, when it's time to read it, if, if we don't get to it next week, it'll be the week after that I will tell you and I'll give you the warning. I'll give the content warning ahead of time and we'll see how far I get into it because I don't know if I can fit. I read it once and that might be enough for me. Um, I'll be begging for more jail mail when this is done because <laughs> jail mail is easier than this. And uh, what what I do is I try and read it to myself so that I can read it more like a story. Cause like with jail mail, I try and like, I have a different way of reading it versus reading these. So, um, I'm trying to read them in a way that is more, um, auditorily pleasurable for everybody out there to hear since they're kind of, you know, romance related stories in some weird way each their own weird way. Uh, I'm trying to give them an air of you set the proper mood, I guess. So I, I try and yeah. read them a couple times so I can kind of add some flair to them. So gosh, some of these are so gross. Uh, you people are disgusting. You're my kind of people, but you're disgusting. You're filthy people. Yeah. We're gross too. That is very true. Um, maybe, maybe next week, when we read one, we can, we can give, we, we can come up with a story from our own lives. So we oh, can yeah. contribute. Oh, I can definitely maybe. do it. Maybe. And for anyone who's been a long time listener, I won't even tell the same one I told like five years ago. Oh, shoot. I think it might finally be time. I've got one that I literally have never told anybody. And... Because it is it is super embarrassing, but I next week might be the week to break that out. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I might tell two short ones next that's week okay. instead because we I've got that. one that's like really funny and really embarrassing. Yeah, and then one that's just kind of funny. All right, 
I like this. This is exciting. And then we've uh, we'll, we'll come up with another name for uh, we've got our our uh, June contest ready that I that we talked about last time after the show where we have to prepare a story. And we'll uh, works we'll, for me. We'll have a contest for everybody to try and win something real, real good. But, uh, um, whew, man, we need a we we definitely need a, a palate cleanser after that. It always feels real gross, but it's very, very satisfying when I get to read those. It's I look forward to it probably too much during the week. <laughs> because I'm like anytime we can read gross stories on air is always yeah. is always a fucking ton of fun. That's true. We need another inmate to write another story. I wouldn't go that far. Because see, the, if you remember right, if you go back to the archive and you and you you listen to it, I think at the end of the whatever four or five part story about you, I think they teased another story. And if memory serves me right, it might have been, I want to say it was like Whitney in college or Whitney in high school. There, it was some story about Whitney that, that never we never yeah. got. We never got any of them. So he never wrote us any more. So, Dude, the one that really bums me out is Apple never wrote us back after that amazing letter he sent I in. I know. They sent in. Maybe... Maybe something tragic happened to poor Apple. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The best part was Apple was so concerned that someone was going to write in as, I guess, him. Yeah. That didn't they have like a secret thing they put at the bottom? Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like, if it's from me and I didn't read it on air. Cause he was like, if it's from me, it's going to be, I will say this. And I was like, okay, like that's fine. Uh, and I didn't, I did not publish it. So, um, you know, if, if he does write again, well, I'll know it's him. Yeah. Did I ever send you the picture I hope of he does. the inmate that wrote us? No, that I might that that might be the next jail mail. I'm going to send you the mugshot of the person who who mailed us recently. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. Here I'm you ready go. for this picture incoming. So, yeah, you know, it's coming. All right, sent. You just I want I want to just like give me your actual reaction to the microphone when you see it. Oh, <laughs> I was hoping that was what it was going to be. Me? Yeah. Me, 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 you know, me. you know. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So I heart stamos at gmail.com. Send us your embarrassing sexual stories. Or if you're an inmate or know an inmate, have them send us a letter. I heart stamos at gmail.com. Calm. Oh man, I gotta go uh, uh, down and see the 
digs at some point for Vet CityCon and start planning stuff because, man, it's going to be a hell of a time. I thought you were going to say you have to go down to the public bathroom and jerk it out real quick. Yeah, I got to I got to go. God, I almost I almost. I almost used a phrase I'm not proud of. Go on. I almost was like, yep, got to go down to the public bathroom, sling some rope. Oh, I hate blasting it. rope is always blasting. Ooh, gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. This is an important time to remind everybody that our audience is fifty-two percent female, forty-eight percent male. <laughs> it's an important time where we're talking about using phrases like "sling and rope" and my favorite, firing off knuckle children, uh, to remind everybody well, that no. our, our audience is fifty-two percent women. So one of my all-time favorite memes is just a screenshot of a tweet, and it says, "In Catholic canon, it's it's Catholic canon that in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus Christ saw every sin committed by humans be- by human beings, which means that he watched a guy blasting rope to Waluigi hentai oh and God. still decided to sacrifice himself for humanity." Gosh, fucking legend! Yeah, I can't say enough good things about that. Oof. Really took one for the team on that one. Man, uh, yeah, that's a that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah, it sure that's a is. Thing I just read on air. Like a bunch of people are going to hear me read that on air. Yeah, yeah blasting rope to Waluigi hentai. Yeah, forty eight percent of them are going to be only men. we if only we could make that our our episode title. Oh my blasting God. rope. Uh, you know what? Don't you tempt me. I am tempting you. Don't you tempt me. Uh, gosh, yeah. 48% of our audience, all male, will enjoy that very much. <laughs> the 52% female, I don't know. But we'll, I don't know. I, they're probably cool with it. If they listen to the show, they pro- they're probably fine with it. I don't know. Well, here's what, hoping. If what, not, GFY. What are we doing anymore? Um... Uh yeah, by the way, I need to send you a picture. Uh the uh the the TN2M show logo tees that are in the the merch store now. Mm-hmm. They they print out really really nice. I got the um got got a t-shirt in today, just just regular t-shirt and man, it looks really really good. I will say that. That's so, awesome. That's if, awesome. If you're you on, should go buy your own TN2M Podnet shirt on our T Public links in bio. Yes. You go to our T Public store. It is right there. Uh and it is it is brand new. It was on sale for a while. Uh, I think when you upload a new design, I think it goes on sale for a little bit. And I don't know if it's still on sale. Let me check. It is not anymore, but as of right now, that uh, the it's quickly approaching being the number one seller. It's got to catch the FWB podcast art T-shirt though to be the number one seller. Oh yeah, because that is the current number one merch mover in the store. But uh, you can find that link everywhere on all of our socials, so you can get that. Which is pretty, but no, like the shirt came today. And uh, so I opened it up. I looked at it and I'm like, man, like it looked like it prints that design prints really nice. So high quality merchandise available. Just sign up for their newsletter. You get 
you'll get up to 35% off. They do sales all the damn time. You can get a logo tee. Way too much, actually. They really do. Uh, They do a lot of sales. Um, $14 will be what it will be for just a regular t-shirt. So that's a pretty good deal. And the best part about it is even if you buy it on sale, the amount that we get does not change. So thanks. Yeah. So appreciate you. So go ahead and buy one. Where's the one that says <laughs> cough up a buck, you cheap bastard? I have that in here somewhere, I think. Yeah. I think it's this one. Come on, you. Cough up a buck, you cheap bastard. That's the one. Hey. Buy our stuff. So you had a, a, a fun idea for mm-hmm. something for us to do this week. Well, we can't talk about that on air. Oh, well. We'll write a, we'll, we'll write a story about it and... Read it next week. <laughs> Just kidding. It wouldn't be embarrassing. No, no, no. If we ran a contest for most satisfying, then yeah, we would definitely write that up. <laughs> that would be what we I would like have. That. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Most satisfying. See, now the hard part for me is going to be having to go back through on that app and pick out sounds for the uh, the audiograms that we post during the week because i'm like man i really can't pick any of these sound bites that are appropriate to to put out on the social media (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know maybe this will give us some sound bites i don't know fingers crossed yeah uh but yeah I came to you with an idea that just kind of hit me one day when I was trying not to do my job. Um, like my actual, like my day job. Yeah. Um, and it just crossed my mind that I think it would be a fun topic idea. And legitimately we have not told each other what we're about to do. And we're going to ask each other five, not too emotional, not too in depth or anything like that, but five random questions each. Yeah. And get the other person's response. Yeah, can be about anything. It's not. It's not like you know. It it, it. 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 No. No certain area of focus for these questions. Yeah. No. No topics off limits. No. Uh. No, you know, again, just nothing too heavy. Like, no, you know, we're about lightness and fun here. It's good. It's going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Lightness, fun and butts. Yeah, you know, that's right. Absolutely. See what I did there? I made a poop joke. Yep. I don't have a fart sound effect. Sorry. (laughs) I don't have one. Well, Boudreaux, Boudreaux, you want to go first? I will. I will ask you a question. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to start out easy. All right. Okay. Just to get to know you a little bit. If you could only eat one food for every meal for the rest of your life, which food would you want to eat? I think now here's the question. Yeah. 
if I picked chicken wings, could I use different sauce each time? Uh, no, I feel like you have to have one sauce. I feel like we have to narrow it for one sauce. It's probably still buffalo wings. That's a good yeah, choice. I mean, yeah, yeah. I just they're 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 easy. They're go to. They're not actually like super unhealthy for you. Um, yeah, it's true. So I mean, they're not great for you, but they're not unhealthy. Yeah. And I'm assuming in this mythical world where that's all I'm eating, yeah, that's you know, it. it fills all the nutrients and everything I need. So. Sure. But yeah, uh, we'll stick with the we'll stick with food for the first one. What is your go to order from your favorite restaurant? Ooh, OK. Ninety five percent of the time. If. If there is a burger on the menu, I'm having it. I'm going to try it. Okay. Like 95% of the time, my go-to is burger. Now, I will throw a variable in there sometimes. Like, if I go somewhere that doesn't have a burger, obviously, I got to pick something else. Um, Also, uh, sometimes when I'm feeling when I'm feeling froggy and I want to, I want to do something a little different meatloaf will also be a choice. If really? that's on the menu. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if like 99% of the time, if there is a burger on the menu, that is where I'm headed. I can respect that. That's that. That's where I go to immediately. All right. Oh, you ready for this one? This is this is going to be kind of right up your alley here. Okay. What song would you say best sums you up? Fuck. Right? <sighs> That's going to take some thought. Because, like, you know, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a new metal song. So, I mean, we're we're probably narrowing it down to Head PE or Limp Biscuit pretty quickly. <laughs> what I figured it might be maybe one of some those Primer Fifty Five. Yeah. Actually, yeah, probably set it off by Primer Fifty Five. Okay. Featuring Jared from Head PE. <laughs> <laughs> doing some guest vocals on there, but that's a good one. That, that I like, I'm going to think about that and I'll, I will probably have a different answer next week, but that's okay. Gut that's, reaction, yeah. quick answer that that's my go-to. So we will also stick with music. Okay. Because one of my questions for you is what was your most influential album in high school? Oh man. Okay. Um, uh, I can do this. Hold on. Hold on. Easy. E- easy answer. Let, let me get the, let me get the, um, okay. Yeah. hundred percent. I can tell you 100%. Uh, blink, okay. blink 182 enema of the state. Hands down. That's a solid, that's a solid choice. Hands down that album. Uh, that album 
got more play in in my CD player, like my personal, like, yeah, back when we didn't have MP3 players, when we had just like the portable CD players, the Walkmans and the Discman uh, and the CD player in my car, like that, that disc probably got so much play that it got worn out. That one, yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, I actually had to buy a second copy of um, the second Primer Fifty Five album. Oh wow! Because I because I wore it down so much. That's it's uh, when you get an album that hits that great. It th- there's something magical about it. Yeah, that's that's perfect. All right, you ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear your response to this one. This one's going to be good, and I mean this in, like, the best way, not being sarcastic or anything at all, I swear. (laughs) What three things do you think about most each day? I'm telling you, man, I, I put thought into these questions. (laughs) Uh, when I'm working uh, on like Monday through Friday, it is literally how much I don't want to be at my job. (laughs) Um, Yeah. A lot of like, and then there's always like, you know, there's always pro wrestling news and stuff going on. So I feel like wrestling is definitely up there too. Okay. And the third one, I just spend so much of my time hating my job. Like, <laughs> so much so that you much think about it twice. Time. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, lately I've had so much shit going on with my car. Like that's yeah. like dominated my thoughts for like the past month. Uh, so honestly, right now, probably those three things. It's okay. like, cause those are the only three things I've been able to like really focus on for the past few weeks. That's fair enough. Um, if you could replay one video game for the first time, like entire memory is wiped of this game. Like you don't even really remember the trailer. Oh man. Um, I'll tell you my, my gut immediately goes to. Metal Gear Solid PlayStation 1. Oh. Okay. That's where my gut goes is is there. Um gosh, yeah. I feel like I feel like that's it. If if I had if I had played Fallout 3 before any of my roommates at the time, that would be a strong contender. Or if I'm going a little bit older school, then 
Super Mario RPG has to be in the conversation. But Super Mario RPG. Loved it. Loved Is that what it. you just said to me? Yes. Yeah. That was the first game. That was <sighs> that was the first game in my life that I rented until I beat. Like I would go back to the blockbuster and be like, I just want to re-rent this and have them re-rent it to me <laughs> until I beat. Like I never like physically gave it back until I beat it. Other games, I would be like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, um, not a big deal. Uh, you guys can have it back, and I'll just re-rent it at some point. But, like, but yeah, Super Mario RPG was the first one that I I rented it, and I would just bring it back and be like, I just wanted to re-rent this, and then they would, like, scan it in, scan it back out, and I would take it home. I, I, it would never, like, leave my hands. So until I beat it, and then I finally brought it back. So that's a strong contender, but I feel I, I got to go with my gut and I got to go with Metal Gear Solid PS1. Okay, I can respect that. So I had that. That has to be it. Um, let's see. I wrote down a bunch of them. Let me. Uh, okay, here we go. This is question number four for me, right? So. All right. Yeah. All right. I get two more. All right. Yeah. All right. What is one thing that you will never do again? If you can help it, you know, like, but something that you never, ever want to do again. Uh, stay in an Airbnb or hotel that doesn't have central air. Oh, yeah. Uh, my dad and I were actually talking about this at dinner tonight when we went to, um, we stayed in Mystic, Connecticut for my cousin's wedding. And the, the room my parents stayed in had like, you know, a like, you know, the, in the ceiling air vent the one my brother was staying in had had you know in the ceiling air vent my room had this probably like three inch diameter like literally it looked basically like someone had took piping and just put like an air line into the floor and that's all the room had and it was a it it was a fold out couch that somehow had like a memory foam mattress. And this was like, no, this was August. Cause this was like a couple weeks before Peacock's wedding. And so it's July. We're staying next to a lake and I'm on a mattress that is just like, you know, keeping the heat in. So I think like the most I ever slept in a row was like, two and a half hours before I would just wake up soaking in sweat and then have to like sit up and or like get out of bed for a few minutes. And before I could lay back down, it was fucking miserable for like five days straight. Yeah. That sounds horrible. The worst. Ugh. Can I can understand why you would never want to do that again. Also acceptable would have been 
let me pick hotel accommodations. <laughs> also, an acceptable Fair answer. Point. Yeah, you can go back somewhere in season one and hear about us. That's going to be what I say from now on. Is that It's somewhere in season one. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the 174 episodes of season one. So for my fourth question, what was your worst date ever? Ooh. Um, all right. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Easy. Easy. Uh, this is no contest. This is far and away the worst date I ever had. So I think we've talked about this before, but it's it's it that that was season one. It bears yeah, repeating. Somewhere in season one, uh, we went to a uh, we went to a Chinese place. We went to like one of the hibachi places. Fantastic, that was great. And then we went back to my place. And so, okay. it, and like, no, we're, we're just like, we're just like talking and everything's, everything's going great. And then she starts like, like, cause it's just a, just a, you know, having a conversation and then she just starts crying and she starts crying because she says that because I paid for dinner that now she because based on like her previous relationships it, it it had always been a very transactional relationship she's she had never been in a non-transactional relationship and yikes so she just starts breaking down because she's like now i know that she's like i just like i, I overwhelmingly it's like my mind is like, now I'm going to have sex with you because you paid for dinner. And, Yikes. and I'm like, well, definitely not now, but that's not what that means. Um, and so then like, she started to talk about like all of her previous relationships and, uh, how that was how she like that was how she showed appreciation for stuff like that like if if they were going out to eat or they were going somewhere and like the guy drove like she felt like she owed him and that was how she felt like that was how she would repay. And so it started out as a date turned into a therapy session. And, uh -huh. and so that was a joy. Uh, there was no second date. Um, I think that should go without saying doesn't need to be doesn't need to be mm -hmm. said that there was no second date um, because that was one of those, like she got in her car and, and drove away. And I was like, I will never see you again ever like period ever. Uh, and then 
like this tells you how how awful of a person I am is like six months later I was out shopping and I saw her and she I didn't think that she saw me so like I just like kept on going and yeah like two or three minutes later my phone buzzes with a text message and she's like hey I saw you shopping at wherever just now and I was like oh shit so I replied back with the oh who is this because I didn't want to I didn't want to get like wrapped up in it and I was like uh-uh, can't do this. So I was like, I knew exactly who it was, but I was like, hey, yeah, oh, who, who is this? I, I worded something. I was like, oh, you have me at a disadvantage because I don't know who this is. And so then she said who she was, and I was like, oh, hope you're doing well. Bye. End and, of conversation. Yeah, so that was that was it is, is uh, yeah, I... I paid for uh, a hibachi dinner and then she had like a mental breakdown. Yikes. Because of her previous unhealthy relationships. And I'm, 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 I chose not to take it personally that like she broke down at the thought of having sex with me. <laughs> I'm choosing that it was she was upset about the fact that she felt like she had to not that she didn't want to is how i'm choosing um to think about that so there you have it well there it is yeah that right. was last one lay it oof. on me all right this is my favorite my one of my favorite questions to ask everybody um if you were to wake up tomorrow and you you could have one superpower which one would you want but you can only have one and you can't be like i want superman's powers like you have one power yeah. that you'd have forever, but what would your one power be? And none of that bullshit where you can say like, you know, I guess there was that uh, superhero at some point, I can't remember who did it, but the tattooed man. And like, you know, he could tattoo, like if he tattooed wings on his back, he could fly. If he yeah, tattooed, no. you know, something like that. But yeah. No, you get one uh, shot at it. Probably time travel. Okay. That's a good did I probably time travel. Did I ever ask you the uh the my awful time travel question? I think we've talked about it before. I'm I'm like go 90, on 95% sure. All right, so everybody always says when they get time travel, they would want to like, oh, well, I got to go back and I'd kill Hitler, right? Yeah. So. Oh, you. Yeah. I think yeah. we talked about this last, like, in the we? past couple of weeks. Oh shit! We talked about it this season. Oh no. Uh, uh, I don't it, know if we did it on air though. If 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 you like, you get the option of you can go back in time, but 
like to kill people like 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 to kill like a a bad person in history right like you can go back and you can kill anybody you want to but you have to kill them when they're a baby you can't kill them like outside of the crib like they they they're that small they're that young Ugh. Because you, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I would totally kill Hitler. But then you're like, but could you kill baby Hitler? Could you kill baby, you know, whoever? Ted Kaczynski, Unabomber. Like, could you kill somebody looking at them as a baby, knowing that, like, at that point, they haven't done anything wrong. They're a baby. That that makes it a lot tougher. But. Yeah. So would you time travel, like, to the past or to the future or to both? Either or, yeah. You could, you could. Because uh, I mean, you know, you've always got the ability to, you know, like I mean, at some point, I would want to, you know, travel through time and like when I was older to be able to like, you know, see my niece later in life. I mean, really, all you really want to do is go back in time to when Bitcoin was like one one hundredth of a penny. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's 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 that and get like 10,000 of them (laughs) and then just go and and then just go to now and and be done. Yeah, I I would travel back in time like twice. Well, you know, it'd also be cool to be able to like. I don't know, like, not to get heavy, but go see the people that I miss that have, like, passed away, like my grandfather and that sort of stuff. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. All right, let's let's end on something a little more lighthearted. I would love the opportunity to travel back in time and disappoint people that I've never even met. (laughs) Absolutely. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) So... Uh, so I know about the most awkward time someone walked into a room with you. Oh in it, dear, with you occupying the room. Oh god, what's the most awkward time you've walked into a room that someone else was occupying? Oh, and actually, uh, you know the second most awkward time that someone's walked into a room that I've been in. Well, now you just have to tell both. That That's my, uh, when I said, I've got a story that I've never told anybody. For our contest, maybe that will be next week's story. There's your big market tease okay. at a small market price, baby. Can you believe we make this shit for free? Um, <laughs> all right, most awkward time that I have walked in on somebody um i can think of one that was not super awkward for me but it was awkward for the other person so mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not really going to count that one um um okay i got it i got it i got this so when i was in college 
for a majority of my college years, I was an RA in the building where I lived. And so one day I'm sitting there in my room. I'm just like hanging out and I get this knock on the door and the guy's like, Hey man, I, I locked my keys. Like my, I don't have my key with me and my door's locked. Can you let me in? And that's one of the, like, it's up to you if you want to do it. Like you can tell them no. Uh, cause then they have to go down to the front desk and usually the desk will charge them like, you know, $25 or whatever it is to get the spare key. And then they get the money back when they bring it back. Cause there's a door record fee, all that stuff. So I, I'm feeling generous. I'm not really doing anything. And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Like I'll run down, I'll grab it and I'll come back for you. And, and so he's like, all right, cool. So I'm outside. Like, like I, I go down and I, I grab the key. I go back upstairs. He's outside the door. And he's like, yeah, he's like, uh, my roommate should be in, but he's not. So, you know, because uh, I knocked on the door. There's nobody there. Um, I figured he would be there, but he's not. And uh, so he's like, I just need to get let in. He's like, my keys are right there on the dresser. It's fine. And I'm like, cool. Like, got this. No problem. Put the key in and I turn it <laughs> and you can get a sense of what's about to unfold here. Um, mm -hmm. Open the door. And there's his roommate with somebody that's not his girlfriend. And there they are in the room. And I'm like, well, lots, lots going on here. <laughs> got a guy like purposely hiding from his roommate because he's got a girl over that's not his girlfriend. And so trying to keep all of that a secret and was kind of hoping that he's like, oh man, he'll just go away if I don't answer the door. So I'm just like, I just stand there and I'm just like, I'm going to let you guys talk. And I just left. Right. So I go back down, I bring the key back down and I'm like, holy balls. Like you guys, I got a story to tell you later. So I go back upstairs and it's not like 15 minutes get another knock at the door. And I'm like, I have a feeling I know what this is about. And it's the roommate. And he's like, Hey man, I just, I just wanted to talk to you about, like, about that. And I was like, Hey, Hey, you don't need to explain anything to me. The less we talk about it, the better, because I don't want to be involved in this at all. Um, I don't, I don't need to, uh, to be, grilled about the fact that I swung that door open and there was just, I just caught an eye full of everybody. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna just never talk about this again. And we never did until now. So I think I may have told you about this before. I'm not sure I've ever talked about it on air. So my cousin's roommate, his sophomore year of college, yeah, I think sophomore year, um, lost his key and then was just kind of determined to like make my cousin share his. No. So they were on the first floor dorm. So Harry had the key and whenever Rob would like, get back from class or something like he basically expected my cousin to work around his schedule to be free. Oh, I hate that. Um, so 
Harry was kind of a pushover at the time. And so Harry is, he goes out of town for the weekend. Rob asks, asks for the key. Oh, whatever, that's fine. So Harry gets back to the dorm late from going, I can't remember where he went. Uh, maybe maybe to see the girl he was seeing at the time. I can't, it doesn't really matter for the sake of the story. He gets back in town and calls Rob. Rob doesn't answer. Calls Rob again. Rob doesn't answer. Uh, goes to the, the door. Door won't open. It's locked. You know, clearly it's dark. No lights coming from under the, the door or anything. Goes outside. Nothing's there. Calls Rob a third time. Rob answers the phone and goes, hey, man, I'm in Cincinnati. <sighs> Someone had given him a, a ticket to a show. And it's like probably 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And Rob goes, I'll be home at 1. Well, so. So Harry is fuming about it. Well, but doesn't yeah. say anything to Rob gets back in the room, goes to bed eventually, whatever. The next weekend I was coming up. And we were going or he was coming to Lexington. I can't, I can't remember the, the sake of the story. I know I, I was there because I remember like this happening. And. Uh, so, you know, we hang out at the dorm for a bit. Oh, my aunt and uncle were going out of town. So we were going over to my cousin's house. I was going to my cousin's house to hang for the weekend. So, uh, we get there, we leave and Harry turns his phone off as we're like walking to my car. And I was like, what you doing? He goes, I'm turning my phone off. He was like, I was like, okay, why? He goes, because I'm teaching Rob a lesson and just puts his phone back in the pocket. So we drive out to my aunt and uncles and uh, so a couple hours later, Rob calls me because I guess he tried calling Harry and I go, what do you want me to tell him? And he goes, just toss me the phone. So I toss him my phone. He answers and he's like, what's up, man? And they kind of go back and forth for a bit. And I hear Harry go, yeah, man, well, I'm out of town, so I don't know what you're going to do for the weekend, and just hangs up on him. Oh. It turns out, he didn't, like, the craziest part, he didn't want to pay $25 for a replacement key. Yeah, at that point, like, dude, just pay the money. Just pay the yeah. money. So, uh... I'm trying to remember what the absolute, like what the fallout from it was, but I know there was like some, like, I know Rob was like really pissed at him and he was like, well, you didn't have to do that. And Harry was like, you locked me out of my dorm room for an entire night. What'd you expect from me? Yeah. Like the retribution is coming for that. Yeah. So, so yeah, there were a lot of stories that made me wish I'd lived in a dorm, but then that was the one where I was just like, maybe I'm really glad I didn't. No, see, like, it's good to live in a dorm, but live by yourself. Yeah. And that was that was one of the big reasons to be an RA is that, like, you got the room to yourself. And so that made living in a dorm a million times better. Like, if I had a roommate, when I did have a roommate, it was not great but when i got to live by myself 
Oh, it was fantastic. It was so good. Dorm life was was something, man. Yeah. It's one of the things I like never never like got to experience, but you know, it's fine. Yeah, it happens. It's fine. Like it's it's uh I think I had a better time. Of course, I mean, of course, I had a better time in college, like in apartments, living off campus. But I think the reason for that is because I had so much fun living in the dorms and like I met enough good people that then we moved off campus and we had, you know, we were we were freer. Mm -hmm. And. Living off campus was the way that the pea tree came into my life. So, and <laughs> oh, we know. the pea tree. Gosh, I can't wait to show you the pea tree coming up <laughs> in like six weeks, not even at Vet City Con. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's soon. The old pea tree. We're gonna we're gonna do a live video from the pea tree, and it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fantastic. Part of history. Part of we, show history. We gotta be running long now. Yeah, we are, but it's all right because you know what? Where's the sound? Hold on. <laughs> hey. There it is. Yeah, we ran over a little bit, but we were telling good stories. It was fun. It's true. It was fun. So send us your stories. iHeartStamos at gmail.com. Also subscribe to the newsletter, tn2mshows.com. You have until Wednesday after lunchish sometime. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll figure yeah. it out. Uh, I got to upload the episode. It's the episode. Uh, the bonus episode is all about the time that I found out one of my coworkers was using company equipment to shoot porn videos. <laughs> if you want to hear all the dirty details, you just go to TN2MShows.com, sign up for the newsletter. You'll get that right in your email, right in your inbox, completely free of charge. And you could win two tickets to Vet CityCon. Saturday, March the 11th, historic downtown Bowling Green. That's the that's my pitch. Buy our stuff from the Get merch excited. store. Yeah, buy our shit mm -hmm. and talk about us online. Yes. <laughs> use the hashtag FWB podcast and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, if you use the hashtag, we'll probably reply to it. On real social medias. Yes real social medias so but until then we're gonna be back next week oh the hashtag i guess i should say did i already say it you did fwb yeah. podcast hashtag. yeah okay, cool, 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 that's cool, the cool, one cool, cool, cool. but you know until then we're going to uh continue to be here doing what we're doing doing our thing coming at you so stay safe stay happy keep doing what you're doing and as always Thank you 
for being our friends. Did anyone ever like poop in the hall when you were an RA with benefits? <laughs>